What's going on, everybody? This is Nick with Megasheen. We'll bring you another episode here today. Me and Victor, the what the magic, the mischief, the mayhem. It's coming back at you. Yeah, uh, well, did you say mess or meth? <laughs> What's going on, Victor? Uh, everything. Uh, I'm tired of this. I'm tired of folks out here eating as if, you know, as if we still in the pandemic. Are we not in the pandemic? Um, but I'm, you know, I, I'm good. It, it's been super hot down here in Los Angeles. And uh, that's not the business. It's really not. 105 degrees is not what I want to wake up to. And working out in it is not fun either. So we've been doing outside workouts. And uh, Hold on. Well, can't y'all just start earlier in the day? Well, let's get to a point. It doesn't even matter. We were out there at 8.30 yesterday, and it was getting hot. I mean, there's a video of us just looking like some slotted pigs out there sweating to death, trying to lift up. You're trying to lift up weights, and it's like the stuff is slippery. Everything is happening. Um, but, you know, I can't complain. I cannot complain. I'm just happy to be alive. I know that's right. You better say that. You know, I sound like my mama now. I'm just happy to be. Right, we do sound like we're 80 years old and, you know, just got finished with. Uh, I just thank God every day. I was like, yeah, that's what I'm about. I'm a part of the about two more days. I just thank God every day that I'm alive. Shoot. <laughs> I know, I know for me, I ain't been doing shit. Um, well, aside <laughs> from, I did uh, volunteer at that tennis tournament. Uh, mm-hmm. I did see uh, Serena and Venus Williams, which was very good. Mm-hmm. I saw Coco mm-hmm. Golf. She is mm-hmm. such, she is only sixteen, and she plays like she has been playing all her life. Her dad's cool. Um, her hidden partners are cool. Uh, me and the dad had a beer at the the tennis club. Um, he, you know, just a regular old nigga. That's what he is. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I can appreciate that in these times, especially with them stuffy white folks um, in that that atmosphere. But it was very working that tennis tournament. Like you see all of these people on TV, and they seem like bigger than life. Venus walks up to me, and she doesn't seem as tall as she is in on TV in person. Like, I know she's maybe like 5'11 or something like that. She's almost six feet. Uh, but she was a sweetheart. I didn't get to interact with Serena any because um, after she had lost, she got some ice cream and just left. And I don't blame her. <laughs> I do not blame her at all. You're like, why? I don't want to talk to no fucking body after I lose. Like, come yeah. on now. Um, let's see. It was fun. It was, it, you know, it's just a week um, mm-hmm. t- tennis tournament, and you know, it was only the players, their their teams, mm-hmm. uh, tennis channel, and volunteers and cops that were on the premise. Nobody's oh, okay. fans. It was just that's it. Yeah. But other than that, I ain't been doing shit. Uh, I watched one of the best films in American classic, American cinema, uh, Showgirls, for the upteenth time. Um, that that movie, that movie is something else. And apparently there's two more movies? Two more Showgirls? There, there is uh, something, like a documentary about, um, yeah, it's a documentary that has something about Melanie. Um, and then there's the, it's the one that focuses on Penny, the girl who got pregnant, the blonde. Oh, okay. I know who you talked about. The one that was uh, with the, uh, the black guy. That yeah. I'm like she should have. I would have shot that nigga. Talk, talking to me all kinds <laughs> of crazy. You you dance like you fucking, and yada yada yada. I'm like nigga, you don't know me. I will shoot you. Your black ass away from me. 
Yeah, you know, looking back at that movie, <laughs> I hard. love it. Yes, it, but I'm almost like this is the time. I still believe you can do. They can do like a a, a revisit. Like let's go back. Let's let's bring back the same people if we can. Let's see what Nomi's doing now. Because I'm always like, what is she doing now? What if she has a child? Which she could. She needs to be in prison. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> she could be getting out of prison like Cookie. Right? She got out of prison. She's trying to take care of her. No, because she can, like, take... I, I'm going to write it. She could take care of her, da- her daughter out here, making some of the same mistakes. She's out of prison. It could be all about... You wasn't there for me when I needed you the most, mom. And she could be like, well, I made mistakes and I'm trying to get my life back. Then. You know, it could be one of those type of things. Tyler Perry like, movie. No. <laughs> it could be like Double. What was that movie that had Brandy and Donna Ross in it? Double uh, Platinum. <laughs> all right. I'm signing off. Bye, y'all. No, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> it could be something like that. I mean, her daughter could be Ariana Grande. I don't know. It could be like something where her daughter oh. is wants to get her life together. I don't know. But I think they can revisit Showgirls, see what Nomi's doing. Um, her daughter could be living with um, that other the black woman, her best friend. It could be, you know. Molly. You know. Yeah, Molly can be, Molly can be living it up because remember, Molly was going to get her own shop after that whole incident. I thought she was going to get her own shop only because uh, Andrew. Yes, I'm saying that whole incident. That whole. That's true. Yeah. Well, she could have sued something, and she could be rich. Um, who knows? But they can revisit. I think. I think if they ever considered that going on Netflix or something, people would literally turn in and watch that. You know, we will watch it. We'll be oh, like, that's well, true. that's true. Yeah, I <laughs> do. I do very much enjoy the dancing in that movie. Um, when um the sister when the sister uh broke her knee or whatever that Mm. whole uh sequence that whole Mm. i I guess they were in like imitating the church or whatever i do love that the whole whole music and the whole vibe of that dancing Mm. it was very something up my alley but other than that that acting was homegirl thought she was given an Oscar-worthy actress. She was. In certain... that. It's... Let me say this. From her, I learned, I feel like a lot of us, a lot of us gave me and learned how to grind on somebody from that movie. I think we learned how to get ourselves together that way. You know, when she was doing her lap dance stuff, I feel like some of us learned from that. It took some lessons. Uh... I took some lessons. I'll, I'll claim myself. Being young and that I was. <laughs> <sighs> but yes, I, I would. And it's funny when you go to Vegas, it's like, it's it's hard for me to see like, because I'm always like, Crystal, like who in who in Vegas today will have that type of life that Crystal did? Because it's like, they don't really pay attention to the performers like that unless you're like a Celine Dion. So that's why I'm like, they really jazz this up because I don't want to see where when you walk into like a you know any one of the of the hotels where somebody like, like a featuring yeah that yeah. big and if they are really somebody like a you know like a Janet Jackson or a Britney or something like that but mm-hmm. I don't see how that could even happen today I'm like who I mean, about like, the who 90s true so I'm like who is Chris yeah because they didn't really do it like like it is now right like it is now I'm like, I don't even know. Humanity and all those things, like, they don't feature, like, it's Courtney, you know, <laughs> like, right. I'm like, they all good. Oh, Lord, so good. That's true. So, well, what we have on Amaze Tea today, I think the tea is kind of light. It is kind of light. Well, just to let everybody know, you know, right to later on, in about another hour or so, Lovecraft Country will be premiering. Um, and I'm going to watch it. We're going to watch it. We'll talk about it. But that's been the big buzz. Um, you know, um, HBO, putting it out there. We would like to see receive some of these crates y'all been sending to everybody else. So uh, mm-hmm. just put it there. Uh, anyway, so that's coming out, um, and I'm looking forward to see, seeing that. Um, and it's been getting, you know, really good reviews and everything else. 
I, you know, I'm a little tricky on Lovecraft because he's a little, you know, that's racist. <laughs> if you know, if you know a lot about Lovecraft, he has a Nazi background. So, you know, just, just putting it out there. But I think they do kind of touch on that a little bit in the show. So we will see that. Um, but also what's out there, you know, HBO Max is doing the most and continue with that. There are rumors that there is a Catwoman series in the works for HBO Max. Is it animated or live action? Well, I'm hearing live action. So can, can we? Can I, that be? That can be done. I mean, it can be done. Can it be done good though? Well, especially if it's <laughs> a, <laughs> um, like if Greg Bertolanti, whatever the hell his name is, Greg Bertolanti, right? Yeah. He could do it, but I want yeah. somebody. It's time for somebody new. Because you he has I mean? his hands like, like in all of the the CW, CW like SCW slash Greg channel. Yeah. But I feel like with HBO Max, they can take it to the next. They they are next level because you have you have CW um, DC, and then you have DC DC with the Titans and. Um, Doom Patrol and Titans second season, mm, no. Uh So HBO Max can bring in a whole different group of folks, give us something totally different. Because you know they have to up the ante if it's going to be, you know, you think about like hit or miss with Netflix when it came to Marvel. They did have hits. They was able to like taunt their, you know, pump their chest. HBO Max will have to prove their point because if we're not getting another Watchmen. You're gonna have to give us something else that's gonna keep us glued the way Watchmen did. That's right. So that's why I like. Do we need another Watchmen though? No, I'm 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 fine. After thinking about it, I was, I'm fine with a no. Because some some should just be a one and done. Yeah, like how they do over in uh, and you know Britain, they do it like that. They do it where it's like. This is it. Hope you enjoyed it. But we're done. <laughs> like that. Right. And just move on. That's all the fuck you're getting out of us. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy. But, you know, I, I, I'm open. I'm open to, you know, seeing what they will have with this and how fun it may be. Um, I don't want to see her. Oh, if they do like a live action, I don't want to see a white Catwoman. I think, well, from what I saw, I think it's going to probably, it might still be Zoe Kravitz. Okay. And I, I'm, I'm down with that. I mean, she's she's pretty good. Um, she has that look. When she has that short pixie haircut, if uh-huh. she gives it to you. So, And I, I'm, I'm fine with that. I We heard a little bit more about the Batman, about how it's going to get into his, his, his drama. And I'm like, hasn't that been all? Yeah, all the, tra- the trauma from losing his families. And I'm like, okay. Well, fuck the family, okay? <laughs> Shit. Okay, like, I'm so tired. <laughs> like, come on. We have been down this road so many times and so many Batmans. We know that his parents get killed up in some alley. We know that uh, Mama Wayne was wearing some pearls and they got broken somehow like we know we know we know like come up with something different yes come up with something else because (laughs) meanwhile i'm like you're you have so many again wonder woman is right there you can do all types of stuff on her we can just Mm -hmm. see something why is that so hard to do? I still say that them, them introducing Wonder Woman's brother was weak in we the never comics. Like, that was so unnecessary. Yeah. And I'm like, why, why do that when Nubia was standing right there? Well, like, like as we said before, they have brought her back up 
recently. So I'm just like, okay, well, if you're going to do that, you need to go ahead and bring her in. I don't think we'll see Jason anymore. I don't think we'll see Jason anymore. Because it was such a backlash when they had him out there. I was like, nobody asked for this. Nobody wants this. We will not see him anymore. I don't think we will. Uh-huh. I don't think so. Um, but if that's what's going on. I was trying to look and see anything else. Big time was happening. Um, no. That you know, craziness surprised. with the avatar. I don't. I don't know why this is still a thing. <laughs> I think everybody wants a redo from that movie that uh, M. Night Shyamalan did, which yeah. he got the audacity to say he wants to do more. I was like, no, you don't. You put that away. Sit your ass down somewhere. <laughs> like, oh, so if you didn't know, uh, the writers from the cartoon were on board with the live action of Avatar. There were some creative differences that transpired between the writers and the powers that be at Netflix. The writers left the show. Uh, They said that what they wanted to do was not in the same lane as what Netflix and everybody else wanted to do. They mentioned something, and I just read over this quickly, um, that they wanted to introduce sex and drugs and something into the Avatar. And I'm like, that's not what this TV show is about. And they wanted all of the characters. They were like, oh, so we have to have some kind of white characters. I'm like, why the fuck you have a white character for? I'm like, all these are... Asian characters. All these characters have an Asian background, so why the fuck do you need a white person for? What, to carry their, their food? Are they a slave? <laughs> like, it's just, white people don't need to be in every fucking thing. True. And I'm glad they left. <laughs> so yeah, now we can I... see what this, this show is gonna be shit. Yeah, very true. But you know, they'll learn. They'll learn. Just keep the status quo or just leave it alone all entirely. Uh-huh. Well, that's kind of all. Like we said, it's kind of light. I mean, besides the fact that, you know, you know, Trump knows he's about to lose, so he's been trying to get rid of the mailboxes, but they... They're coming back this week. So, y'all, I mean, they about to, um, Nancy, she said, um, we're coming back to have this discussion. <laughs> she said, you can't cheat your way out. And y'all, y'all should, you should think about that. Do you want somebody who has to cheat to win as your leader? White folks, y'all, y'all need to really have a, a conversation with the mirror because this, this is ridiculous. You got the weakest man on earth and you talk about he needs to be the leader. But, okay. I was going to say something, but what I was going to say could be treasonous. So I will. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because let's just say this: we know we 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 now have we have options. We need to take a hold of these options. We can make history or just perish. Let's just look at it that way. We have options to make history. We can have the first black woman, Asian American woman in a role, or we could just perish, be broke, and still be sitting in the house wearing masks because of the crap that we have to deal with, the fucked up stuff that we're dealing with right to this day. So y'all have a choice. You can do that or just be stupid. Do something. Yeah, because we can't afford this anymore. We cannot. We barely got through these four years. We cannot go through anymore. Whatever issues you have with whoever's running on the on on the good side, get over it. Nobody's perfect. None of y'all are perfect. So get over it. Um, I'm beginning to subscribe to this whole. I'm tired of the cancel culture because some it, when you think about it, 
the way people approach these issues is like they've never done anything wrong. And I'm like, really, y'all? Because if we went through a lot of your things that y'all have done, let's, let's just sure. keep that real. But, you know, the, we are in a situation where we have a choice. You just choose. I want to get out. I want to be able to have money again. I want to be able to breathe. So let's, let's look at it that way. <laughs> you can have your grievances about stuff a little bit later, but we cannot go through what we're going through right now. With them trying to take four years. Years. No, y'all, y'all, come on, y'all. Secret police. The fucking Gestapo. He's already going to take away Medicare. So a lot of y'all, I mean, F a Medicare for all, because he's going to take it away if he's in there another four years. So get off your high horses. You need the boat. Nobody's above voting. And I'm going to say something that's ugly, but I'm going to be very honest. Some of y'all who are making the biggest, biggest arguments about everything are the ones who cannot afford another four years of Trump. Because one minute y'all talk about how you broke, and but the next minute you're trying to say, I ain't go about Biden's a this, he's a that. I'm like, I'm being honest. Some of y'all don't, you don't have, what's the mom? I always say, you ain't got a pot to piss in, so you have to probably have to realize you don't have to go with this man, even though you don't like him. You have to go with them. This is where we are. That's the reality. Yeah, that's the reality. It's like being hungry. You eat, eat, eat these rich crackers or eat this rice. One, this spaghetti, <laughs> this, this spaghetti in there. Yeah. <laughs> eat, a, eat leftover yeah, that or what? spaghetti. Or eat nothing. <laughs> that's where we are. That's, that's just how sad it really is. Eat that leftover spaghetti for two weeks or nothing. <laughs> That's where we are. Right. <laughs> Get the fuck out of my face. Like, the hell? Yeah. We, we, we can't be acting like this. We can't. Oh, man. But you know what? We, we have a great interview coming. So We do. Yeah. You know, even though life is shit. Other this, end of, this interview ain't shit. Yes, this interview ain't shit. So... Um, come back, join us, um, and you know, yeah. <laughs> All right, and we are back. I hope you are enjoying the show. Um, today in Unmain, well, I'm sorry, in King Size Issue, we have a very exciting and special guest joining us. You've seen him in Westworld, NCIS, Hawaii Five O. He was in Venom. You've seen him all over Twitter with that pretty little smile of his. Please welcome to the show actor and producer JB Tadina. Yes, welcome. Thank you very much. Glad to be here. No problem. Thank you so much for for joining the show. Um, yeah, thanks for having me. So let's get let's get right into it. Um, yeah. How did you get into acting? Ah, uh, well. It's kind of a, a long story, but I think we've we've got a little time. Um, but oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, it it was never like um, something I I entertained when I was younger. It's mm-hmm. something I wanted to do after watching a, a Tom Cruise action movie when I was maybe eight years old. That my mother quickly shut down so it was something I I never even thought about doing until I got older and then um, I I I was working in in government for about seven years uh, as an engineer and I was like let me take some some theater classes because I was like why the hell not it's something I'd like to do when I was younger and so I, I, I took some classes at the Studio Theater and the Shakespeare Theater in D.C. And it was great. I mean, I, I, I got the bug by jumping on stage. Uh-huh. And so it was at that point, it was still kind of a I don't want to say hobby, but it was something that I never really uh, thought was going to be a career choice until my dad got sick and then he passed away and kind of also knew that it was something that I really wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So once he passed, uh, he gave me his blessing and I was like, well, 
I guess I got to give it a shot now. <laughs> and I uh, right. flew cross country <laughs> with a decent amount of money and no connection. So that's how I got started. <laughs> awesome. Uh, so uh, what are some of your cinema influences that would be movies, actors, actresses that made you want to pursue this career of acting? Oh man, that list is is so long. Like it, it it's a dream of mine <laughs> to work with uh, Denzel Washington. There was a there was a clip uh-huh. when uh, at, at some award show where he's talking to the Stranger Kids, uh, the Stranger Things kids, and was like, I got so jealous seeing these kids like getting that invitation to join the club from Denzel. And I was like, Oh God, I want that to be me. <laughs> but um, no, it, all the, the list is, is so long. Um, like I've always wanted to work with action heroes like Jackie Chan or, or the rock. And uh, I, I got to work with Tandy Newton, who was always a big, uh, a big role model of mine the the way she was brought up and that article that she recently came out with too is just mind-blowing um right but yeah you can name them all uh harrison ford in in especially like a lot of the the newcomers um or quote unquote newcomers like um uh mahershala or something like that it would just be it would be insane to get to work with people like that. Right, right. Uh, what about movies? Like maybe your top three uh, movies that have helped influence top you. three movies. It's, it's kind of taboo nowadays, but it, Die Hard is what made me want to really do this. <laughs> <laughs> like a cop movie about like a lone gunslinger type i don't know but his his mm-hmm. personality uh in that movie just you know it rang true with me i, I relate to that character who's kind of just like an everyday guy who right. who takes it upon himself to to save the day and who's as sardonic and quippy as <laughs> <laughs> as anybody out there so die hard was i mean you you can look back on these things nowadays and and see how problematic some of these things. It, that is definitely the movie that got. But you know, I was never really a, a Star Wars fan, so I'd I'd count that out. Um, mm-hmm. s- smaller movies, really, like uh, like In Bruges was something that came out in two thousand five that really inspired me for some reason. A dark comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was I was also never really one of the the classic types. So any of the the older films, like the black and uh, white ones, like the Casablanca and all that, like jazz. the Casablancas, <laughs> the, the the Hitchcock movies. Mm-hmm. I can't say for sure. I still have to go back and do my shame list with with some of those <laughs> movies. <laughs> awesome. I was going to do a um, a Die Hard a rewatch. Um, I think they're on HBO Max that their streaming service. Uh, just yeah. the first three, since I don't acknowledge what was it, Die Harder or whatever the Live free whatever the or hell. Die Hard yeah, I like there was a fifth one. <laughs> right, I'm like, good lord! Now you're just being ridiculous. Um, <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Um, so Hollywood is a tough and sometimes cutthroat business to get into and stay in. How do you manage stress and stability of your mental health? Mm-hmm. Um, I, for a long time, I kind of just took the, uh, the old power through it mentality. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I knew I was creative, but I was also, you know, I grew up, in an astringent Asian family and, um, you know, with left brain logic, just kind of just 
pushing through. Oh, you've got to muscle through it, man up, sack up, right. and just take the licks as they come. Um, but, you know, within the last few years, every actor has their ebbs and flows and their ups and downs. And, you know, I had to figure out a way when there was a year, 2017, when absolutely nothing happened. And I was like, well, I've got to kind of change things up because mentally I'm, I'm going insane. Right. So you kind of suck it up and look at the things you kind of looked at in a negative way in the past, maybe like meditation or, or making a vision board or going to therapy. And then you start um, giving those a chance. And once you actually do, you see how how useful they are in in keeping you even and you know keeping you straight as far as your your mentality and and your mental health right absolutely especially now in this this new world that we live in yeah especially in this new world (laughs) like you you have to consistently just be be taking care of yourself. Mm-hmm. Hi, Victor. Very Hi. much so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, speaking of that, my goodness. <laughs> taking care of yourself is very important. Mm-hmm. So it seems in Hollywood, there's always the two steps forward, two steps back when it comes to diversity and inclusion. Mm-hmm. Now we've seen this, um, this renaissance, as you would, some people would say, of uh, Asian representation. Do you feel, since you are, you know, ground level at it, do you think it's getting better or is it still the same old thing? I mean, I think it's absolutely getting better. I ha- I'm optimistic about a lot of things, uh, and that's definitely one of them. Obviously, that, that comes with some caveats and some some like down votes as well i mean you see and it, it's pretty uh well talked about on the the twitter sphere on the on the socials how you know you, there's a group of already well-known asian actors that hollywood continues to pick their names from because it's they're the commodity they're they're well known it's what is where the, the quote-unquote money is. So they, they, they go to what everybody knows, and then you see people who are on the, you know, the pavement, the pounding the pavement, not getting their opportunities to, to show that they are just as good, if not, you know, better than some of the people who are consistently working. And that's not to say they don't... Mm-hmm. Uh, deserve it or that I don't respect their work or they're not good. They absolutely are. It's just, you know, we still have a long way to go. Yeah. I, I will say, I'll, I'll ask, do you think this is a long lasting thing though? You feel like as we're getting this representation, do you feel like this is long lasting or you feel like it's going to hit, um, it, hit a wall? At first it, it, it seemed like it was going to hit a wall, Mm -hmm. but I don't know. Something feels like it changed the, the -hmm. last few months, even with, with the the pandemic hitting with, uh, with the, the protests and the the social justice. It's, uh, you see a lot of these things being forced, uh, not forced, but like people are forced to, to pay attention now because, everything's kind of at a standstill and you you see stuff like that that the avatar rumors floating around and people are like no (laughs) let's let's put a stop to that before that even starts yeah (laughs) yeah what the hell was that i I saw that Then you want to put it, you want like drugs, sex, and rock and roll and like this proverbial kid show. I was, I was too through with that. I said, all right, I might, 
cartoon. Mm-hmm. It's already on Netflix as it is, so you know, screw any. I mean, there's there's some stuff. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it when it comes down to it, it is a, a show for for young adults and children. But um, I was kind of curious to see what they would do with it. Uh, I it was it it'd be hard for people uh, like me to to work on a show like that because most of the people on that show were young children and and older like mentor types <laughs> but um yes th- there are some things behind the scenes that i think people uh, are that are just rumors because mm-hmm. of being on the ground level knowing some of the uh people who know the creatives it, it, it a lot of it does have to do with um how they felt they wanted to structure the show in 10 episodes and not thinking they were going to be able to do it the way they wanted to. (laughs) It still scares me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So um, there hasn't been a lot of represent- Asian representation when it comes to superheroes. Uh, we see uh, Shang-Chi is finally coming to the big screen. Have you had a desire hero or supervillain? And if so, which roles would you have liked to play? Or, you know, if God's granted you your absolute favorite role as a superhero or supervillain, which I mean if we're being if we're being completely honest in the realm of like uh it could actually happen is Namor. Oh okay. Why Namor? (laughs) Well because he he's just like an an and I've I always uh I'm one of those saltwater kind of people you know tears sweat ocean i've always been an ocean guy and Mm -hmm. the the character is just you know he's wild he's evil but then on on the other hand he's super um charismatic and cares about his people and it's just like what he's unpredictable and i i think a character like that would be just a dream to play and if yeah. if i had my wish it would be that but i'm obviously not holding my breath <laughs> I'm, Namor and, would and, yeah there, there, there's you see like um wave who was just recently uh released as a character in the marvel mm-hmm. universe who's the filipina heroine uh from the ocean and her with the agents of Atlas. There's 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 a handful of characters that they're starting to make like that I could realistically play, um, mm. and I think it was a what there was a actually a, an actual Filipino man uh, like Red Falcon or something like that. I, I'd have to look it back up, but he was a partner of with a uh, with Wave, and I was like, oh sh- shit, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you mentioned Namor, and Namor is a fascinating character because he's he's an asshole. I mean, yeah. basically, <laughs> he's a he's arrogant. He's a very arrogant he's a dick. And I always tell people like, if you if you really want to see him at his peak, have read when he's always dealing with Doctor Doom because those yeah. two egos are together just clash. Yeah, it's like it's like watching Dynasty. For, for guys, almost, because it's like they, the way they just kind of go at each other. You're just like, really, yeah. like, really? Or even against Reed, because Reed is super smart. Um, but you got Namor, who's, who, one, he's like, I'm smarter than you, Reed, but also, I'm trying to take your wife. So, you know, it's... it's <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's right. He's a fascinating character, and perfect for Emma Frost, because I know they've had their moments. Uh, but yeah, Namor... I would love to see Namor. And if, like, That's I don't even know if he's already cast and doing, if he's the villain in Black Panther 2, which would be 
absolutely crazy, I think. Right. Yeah. I don't... Have they even started pre-production on that? I have no idea. I haven't heard anything. Everything is on this weird pause right now. Yeah. Um, secretly, because they're actually... I'm in North Hollywood, so sometimes you can see stuff happening. You know, they're kind of secretly doing things. Uh, I know over here, I know um, at um, Universal, they are back at work. We just don't know what they're doing. Mm. They probably shouldn't have <laughs> But, you know, them MCU know. Uh, contracts, they'd be, li- they be tighter than uh, Beyonce's. Yeah. <laughs> so, world. you won't know. Somebody worked on something until six months to a year after it's out. And he's like, oh, yeah, by the way, I worked on this. He'd be like, what? That's where you were. <laughs> right. Let's see. So, Go ahead, Victor. I was going to say, like, I was going to ask him, like, what, what have you been doing to pass the time? What has been, you know, your way of surviving um, this madness? Yeah. To I mean, navigating the whole thing. I mean, at the beginning it was kind of nice to have like a month off. I know Mm -hmm. uh, the hustle is real. So, you know, every, every few minutes, you know, something's going on. You're just like, Mm -hmm. ah, I'm missing out. I'm, I'm not booking this or that. At that point, nobody was doing anything. So Mm -hmm. I was like, you know what, I'm going to take this however long we have month and and shut off and then a month goes by (laughs) and you're like well this is still going on so i mean there's thankfully a lot of voiceover work still coming in so i still Mm -hmm. audition for you know animation and and video games and there's a handful of things up the at least they say, you know, there's, there's shows, in, there's maybe four or five shows in Vancouver. There's three or four different shows here in, in LA. There's a lot of films overseas that are, that are being shot, but um, there's still some opportunities out there. Mm-hmm. But as far as like everyday life, you know, lots of working out, <laughs> lots of taking <laughs> care of my dog. You, you pick up, maybe some creative things that you you put away in the past that like like art like i i used to draw uh i picked the the guitar again to to do that i started um the other day learning japanese because you never know when that's gonna pop up (laughs) you know what i mean just acting classes where you know they're on zoom but the energy is so different like me talking to you in person is so different than talking to you in real life yes it helps kind of keep that muscle going but it is not nearly the same thing and if you just want to you know exercise every day um you can stay in class but to actually get something really out of it i don't think that's viable for that long um, but I, I still take a class every week just because I enjoy acting. Um, and yeah, trying to do, like you said, that, that meditation and like morning pages every day, just to kind of <laughs> get everything creative still. Yeah. Yeah. It's been interesting. It's been like a, you know, you hear people not being creative and you hear people being way overly creative and yeah, everything. I mean, it's been kind of, and, and there's yeah. the in between. Like people will yeah. shut off for like a couple of weeks because like I got nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Oof, yes. That's fine. That's, that's fine. Yeah, I, I wish I could do that sometimes. <laughs> I've been shut off for like a damn month. Like it takes everything to get out of bed sometimes and to feed these fucking cats. And after that, I'm like, okay, I'm tired. I'll have me like a bottle of wine and they'd be done for the rest of the day. Yeah, that, uh, that's absolutely happened. <laughs> it, it is good to get out of the house. 
Um, yeah, yeah, luckily I have a, a dog, so I at least walk her outside yeah. every day. <laughs> That's good. That's good. That is good. But right now it is hot. You know, <laughs> I heard y'all yeah, was, was, today was, y'all was 105. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. To go to Target in 105 degree weather. And apparently everybody's going, so there was a line outside the door. I was like, Ooh. this is not even worth it. I'm going to go home. I'm just going home and just, just sit and look at the wall at this point because it was like <laughs> And everybody wanted to be at the store. So, yeah, it was hot in L.A. It's not as hot today, but it's still hot. No, but it's still hot. Yeah. Mm, we got <laughs> rain over here, so... Oh, rain? What is that? I don't know yeah, what that is. Right. <laughs> it's been a few months. It was a night, a good nice and damn pour over here. Yeah, I think it rained in um, Northern California. Um, like really, like they had like storms. And I'm like, oh, well, okay. One day, maybe in the future Send we'll have that. down here. <laughs> <laughs> right. So uh, what were some of your uh, favorite... Um, shows to work on like um from hawaii Five O to westworld to uh, they've all got great stories i i mean it's so hard to be the hawaii trip right man everything's <laughs> like first class it was the first time i ever flew first class it was like they sent me to hawaii for oh, wow. for eight eight days first class and it's just like what nice <laughs> yeah, half the time you're shooting, half the time they're paying you to go surf and snorkel and hike. It's just, I mean, outside of the acting part, that that was amazing. But um, a little story. There was this um, one one day. My call time was four o'clock in the morning because we had to drive. Because apparently traffic is just as bad as Los Angeles and Hawaii. Um, but we had to drive across, uh, across the island to, to film me in the middle of the ocean, basically. So we're, we're, we're sailing out maybe four or five miles past shore and I'm supposed to be floating in the water and then the sun starts coming up and there are these dolphins that are like swimming right next to me and I was like this is like a dream <laughs> I get to I get to play and then I get to witness something like that right. and let me tell you that the, the cast on that show from Alex to Daniel to to uh to shy they were the nicest people that I've worked with and I've worked with some really nice people on set that was a, a wonderful set, wonderful memory too. That's awesome. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, I, I really, you hear a lot of negative stories and I've had one, I'm not gonna mention the show, but um, <laughs> um, yeah, it, the, the surprising amount of humility that, that you get from a lot of these uh, like big name actors and and directors, it, it's surprising. And there are the ones that you you know you also hear about that that aren't. But mm-hmm. I, I was surprised that like they treat you like um, like colleagues, like, like you belong here. And that, especially on that Hawaii set and the the SEAL team set, it was it was like that. So I've had great great opportunities. I'm I'm really uh, thankful for. Did you have to go to any uh, special training when you were on the the Navy SEAL show? Um, not sp- any any special training. I already have um, gun training, and um, so th- so that was already part of because I I've, I did, I've done light stunts, um, so I didn't really have to go through any any new training for that, but. It was, it was great because they had um, real SEALs on set. So they mm-hmm. kind of just told you what to do, when, how, 
to to operate so it was really easy that's good especially getting the information yeah. straight from the horse's mouth yeah so straight speak. from these deltas these <laughs> real uh tier one guys it was, it was pretty intense yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, i've seen oh, i was gonna say I, i've seen I, I think i've seen a couple of episodes and i've why and I've seen Hawaii Five O a couple of those episodes too, and I'm just like that's a lot of work. And I know that you know Hawaii Five O always got a lot of love at Comic Con. Always got. Did it? Well, CBS yeah. has their own um, their own panel at Comic Con, yeah. and I was I think I went one year. I was like, I went in. I was like, CBS has a panel at Comic Con. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, it was big. And there were, was there was a lot of people. Yeah, it was a yeah, always the, the second biggest ballroom, not H, but the the one upstairs. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, H uh, Hall Twenty. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Twenty. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Do you do a lot of uh, comic conning? Is that right? even a word? Um, comic conning. <laughs> well, the, the, I think the first time I went was in 2014, and then you get like a, a free badge. When, once you're a professional. So I was like, well, yeah. might as well go. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. a nice little break from Los Angeles, you know? It's, you get to drive a couple hours away, just be with a bunch of geeks and who love this, this material. I mean, I think that's where my crowd would be if I ever had a dream role. It'd be somewhere where it's celebrated like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Besides acting, uh, what are some things that you geek out about? Um, geek out about, and I mean, outside of uh, the entertainment industry, it, it's kind of funny. The because um, I played some some football in in high school and college, so. I mean, I, I actually get a little more starstruck with with football players than I do uh, <laughs> actors and actresses. Like, I'll I'll see Tom Hardy on set, and it was, it's like not a big deal. But then I take a acting class at Warner Laughlin Studios in in LA, and the the class I'm in is where most people um, audit. So we had a group mm -hmm. of auditors come in, and I see one of them, six foot five, gigantic dude. I'm like, this is Tony Gonzalez. <laughs> this is the <laughs> best tight end that ever played the, the game of football. And he's auditing my class. And I just <laughs> started freaking out. Like I, I couldn't talk. And then he comes to me after the class and starts asking me questions about, about acting. And I was like, this dude's asking me acting questions. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? And then, you know, a few days, uh, weeks later, he, he's not taking class, but he's coaching with, with Warner Laughlin. And then he sees me, he's like, JB. And I was like, holy sh, this guy remembered my name? <laughs> <laughs> and it was something I completely geeked out about. And it, yeah, uh, <laughs> professional athletes who are just, you know, in, insane athletes just blow my mind and I usually I geek out about that this this weekend I was uh, well this past week there was a, a tennis tournament that I was volunteering at and I'm watching the gym and turns a corner and walking towards me is Venus Williams Oh. And I'm like, oh, my God. I started, I was like, oh, my God, does she see me? And she smiled at me. And, you know, that was, you couldn't tell me that shit for the enough. rest of the day. You couldn't <laughs> tell me nothing. <laughs> I was like, yes. And, like, I saw, um, like, the next day, I saw Serena Williams. I saw behind her. And I was like, oh, my gosh. That is, like, one of the greatest athletes that has one ever lived. Athletes and she's, like, time. 10 paces away from me. And I was like, oh, my gosh. So, you know, this week has been fun as far as, you know, seeing professional athletes and people <laughs> that I geek over. I was like, wow. So, yeah, I understand 
like <laughs> yeah, people, people have their have their things, man. <laughs> right, right. Um, so let's see. Do we have any? I have one more question on my part. Uh, what are some of your upcoming projects, uh, movies, TV, anything that you are in that is coming up that you can uh, talk about? Um, I can talk briefly about one project. It's kind of under wraps. It's not not really under wraps, but it's it's in development. Um, currently being shot. It's like when you when you you're trying to make a name for. Filipino actors and like, you know, when you're, because right now it's like Filipino or Southeast Asian actors are kind of a subset of the of the Asian group. So mm. it it's you you have to fight like even harder. I, I hate to say it. Um, so I've been working and developing with with a group of guys, um, and Reggie Lee, who is. Sergeant Wu on Grimm, who is currently on All Rise, is executive producing the show. Um, the showrunner show attached did um, Buffy the Bam Vampire Slayer and was the showrunner of Grimm. Uh, Mark Dacascos is attached to actor with John John Brionis. Um, all these incredible Asian or uh, Filipino American actors and actresses and they're trying to get this filipino american crime drama hmm. to the tv oh okay that yeah. sounds interesting it, it, it's something that's in development where we're okay. trying to see where how far we can push this <laughs> <laughs> okay that sounds yeah, like it goes somewhere yeah yeah no i mean there's there's literally nothing um, that has, you know, a, a philo like there's, I don't think there's any Asian dramas out there on, on television right now. So it would be. That I can think of, no. Yeah. And they lost its last all Asian comedy in uh, Fresh Off the Boat. Mm -hmm. So I, I think it's something that is, is a viable option. Right, like, why not? Shit, like, yeah. in this day and age. I hope it works out. I do hope it works no, out. Thank you. Appreciate it. Too. Victor, do you have any more questions? No. Um, I apologize for coming in late. It's just been a weird, busy day. But I'm glad I got to get in here and hear all this awesome stuff. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so, uh, JB, can you tell everyone where they can find you on the social media, um, anything like that that you want to throw out yeah, there to the, our audience? The the socials at J-A-Y-B-E-E-Tadina, because for some reason, somebody already had my, my, my <laughs> name. I was like, I ha I'm the only person in the world named JB Tadina. Come on, guys. <laughs> but it's, it's on both Instagram and uh, Twitter, J-A-Y-B-E-E-T-A-D-E-N-A. -E 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 I'm basically just a goof on there, so <laughs> follow me or not. <laughs> and you can follow the podcast at Mechanchine1. I'm at NikkiP09. Victor's at Wonderman5. You can like, rate, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, and Spotify. Our website is podoftheshine.com. We're on Facebook at Megasheen, Instagram at Megasheen Pod. Mm -hmm. um, is there anything else before we get up out of here? Wear your nope. fucking mask. <laughs> Wear a mask, please. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Let's get this yeah, thing. We have to end this. We have to end this. Even in LA, folks are getting a little lax, so. Yeah. Very lax. I I walk yeah. down Ventura every day, and <laughs> nobody's everyone's eating out without a mask on. I'm like, oh goodness, we're gonna be doing this forever. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Studio City is the worst. I hate driving through there because I go again. I'm not that far from all this, and I'm just like, 
okay, y'all. I was like, this Mexican place is good, but it's not that good. <laughs> it's not that, that good. It's I'm takeout like, it's not... good, yo. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to no, kill yourself for a burrito. Like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah literally. Because I'm always around there because of Trader Joe's. And I'm just like, okay, right. everybody. I'm like, I can drive down the street right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's a mess out there, y'all. Yeah. Well, be safe. And we will catch y'all next time. All right. Appreciate you having me. Thank you. Right.